Welcome to the Mitzvah Minute, where we explore a mitzvah in the weekly Torah portion through the lens of Jewish mysticism, Kabbalah, Hasidus, and spirituality. So today we have a very special mitzvah to discuss, probably everyone's favorite topic, and that is soulmates. What does the Torah say about soulmates? And the mitzvah that we learn in this week's parsha is the law of marriage. If you look around the world, marriage ceremonies throughout the world utilize a ring. Now, where does the ring ceremony come from? Well, it comes straight out of the Torah, and we actually learn it in this week's Torah portion. It is actually learned in a very weird way, though. In this week's Torah portion, Abraham, the first Jew, our forefather, buys a cave in order to bury his wife, Sarah, who just passed away in between last week's Parsha and this week's Parsha. And in the process of buying the cave, Abraham uh, gives a certain amount of money to the owner of this cave and this field, which is known as the Maris Hamakpela, which translates literally as the couple's cave. The word makpela comes from the Hebrew word kefal, which is literally the root of the English word couple. Kefal, the letter fe in Hebrew is synonymous with the letter pe. So kefal is couple. And uh, he buys this couple's cave to bury his wife Sarah. And in this cave actually is is no is exists in the town of Hebron, which is in Israel. It's in the actually in the Palestinian territories. And uh, today there's a mosque on the site of this cave in Hebron. Um, and in the cave is buried, according to our tradition, Abraham and Sarah, Jacob and Leah, and Isaac and Rebekah, Yitzhak and Rivka. And there's a section that Jews are allowed to pray in, and the other section is a mosque. And uh, twice a year Jews are allowed to pray in the section where that's a mosque where Yitzchak and Rivka are buried. So it's, it's really an amazing, powerful place. And um, so in giving, in buying this cave, Abraham uses a certain l- language that refers to the taking of money. And that same word, to take, apply, is uh, appears in another part of the Torah where it talks about marriage. And we learn from this that the marriage act uh, become sanctified through the giving of something valuable to the bride. And although it can be anything of value, of monetary value, the custom has been to utilize a ring. And that custom has passed from the Jewish people, from the Torah, to the entire world. People get married with a ring. And the question that we have to ask is that, you know, the marriage ceremony is so beautiful and so so such a cherished experience how is it that we learn the laws of marriage from the buying of a cave to bury the dead a burial cave that is the most anti-romantic thought i can think of right it's like when you're getting married to think about the fact that someday you're going to be burying each other. one of you is going to be burying the other that is very grim so I believe the answer is as follows. That what's the connection between burial and marriage is that 
we believe that when a person gets married, it's really the coming together of two souls that were once one. Everyone is created originally in the spiritual realm as a complete being. Then our soul is ripped apart and we're thrown into this world of separation, alone, naked, cold. And we come to this world crying because we were in a world spiritually of wholeness. Physically, we're in our mother's womb, which was a place of warmth and connection and, and oneness. And as soon as we're born, we're alone physically and alone spiritually. And we spend most of our lives seeking connection, seeking connection to others. And really, the Torah explains that that's a, 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 a search and a journey to return to our true self, to a state of oneness, a state of wholeness and completion. In the physical sense and the spiritual sense, this is exemplified as the process of returning to find your other half, your soulmate. That's the two coming together as one. And that is the greatest expression of oneness that we can experience in this world is through the bond of marriage. And on a spiritual sense, ultimately what we're all seeking is to return to our creator to a true state of oneness, of connection, of harmony. And that's the goal of this world is to become intimately connected to God. And, but the ex, ex, and the greatest metaphor for that experience is through the bond of marriage. And the second greatest metaphor for that is through a child and a mother, through the, the bond between parents and their children, especially a mother and a, mother and a child have this intimate connection because they were once one. Right? A father is always a little bit out of the, the picture. He, he never really had this intimate connection with a child, and he has to bond through experience and through through connection but the child and mother really were one and if you think about it what's so amazing about the experience is that in order for the bond to take place between child and mother which happens instantly after birth the child is given to the mother is washed off and given to the mother and starts to nurse almost immediately and to bond and to connect in order for that love and connection to exist there has to be separation. Because when the child was in the mother's womb, he was completely one with the mother, didn't even really know that he existed. They were a symbiotic relationship, a different, an undifferentiated oneness. But then they're separated from each other. The child feels alone, and but now can experience that closeness on a different level because now they're coming together, two coming together as one, which is a much greater experience of connection. And in fact, we learn this in the Torah as an expression of the very first soulmate, and that's Adam and Eve. The Talmud teaches us that Adam and Eve were actually created as one being that was both male and female existing within one body. It was an undifferentiated oneness. They were one, but they weren't truly experiencing connection because they were one. True connection is when two that are others come together as one. That, that's an even greater expression of oneness. So Adam and Eve are then split apart, separate, alone, and have to come back together as one. And that is, that is the goal of life because God himself is undifferentiated oneness. God in his essence, according to the Torah, is oneness. No parts, no aspects, no personalities, just complete undifferentiated unity. 
this oneness decided and desired to share that experience with other. So God had to create a world where there was something separate from him, so to speak, where he was hidden, where we're alone, created a world of multiplicity, disunity, disparity, in order for us to come back together to becoming one, that we can experience closeness to the oneness and actually get the pleasure of that experience. So the Torah's teaching us that marriage is really the coming back together of two, that in a secular wedding ceremony, they say, till death do us part. But according to the Torah, that is incorrect. The unity, the union that takes place at marriage is in life, so too in death. Because Judaism doesn't really believe in life after death. Judaism believes in life after life. That the life, the part of us that's alive, which is the soul, continues to live after this world. And therefore, the connection that we make on the soul level of reconnecting to our soulmate, that continues through the bond of marriage into the next world. Because really, we were one all along. We just had to come back together. And that, perhaps, is the reason why the symbol of this connection and this unity, which we learn through a burial cave, through buying a burial cave, and can be accomplished through any sort of giving, the, 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 bride, the, the groom can give anything to the bride, anything of monetary value. But symbolically, the Jewish people have always used a ring. And that custom has passed throughout the entire world. Why a ring? Because a ring symbolizes the circle of life. Because the bond of marriage continues beyond the grave. It is forever. So wishing you all a beautiful, beautiful Shabbos of connection. Connection to yourself, connection to others connection to the loving creator. Have a great Shabbos.